This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. It's wintertime. When temperatures go down, the likelihood goes up that your furnace and other appliances go down with them. So don't risk a costly replacement. Stay comfortable with coverage on the appliances you depend on most with the Service Guard Appliance Repair Program from Black Hills Energy. It's peace of mind in a plan. Visit blackhillsenergy.com slash sign up to learn more. Podcast, the podcast is dedicated to the average golfer. The podcast that helps you have more fun on the golf course. We're your hosts. I'm Larry D. Pat is here. Evan B is right here. Yo, we'd like to introduce yourself as the Fort Lauderdale Open champion. Yes, I still am. For a whole year, like fifty-one no matter, more weeks. No matter what happens, they can't take that away from you, Evan. They can't. Well, they could have canceled some people out of the history books, right? Not in golf, only in every other thing. Oh, okay, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> I need to go update your Wikipedia right now. Aren't your... you a uh, Horton Smith Award winner? Yeah, I am. I won the Horton <laughs> yeah, Smith Championship. So it takes a lot to get uh, to get canceled out of golf. Um, so they changed have... the name of that tournament, though. Yeah, but like two years ago or three years ago. <laughs> I'm just saying, you got a while before you get canceled. Okay. Once they find out about this podcast, I'm dead, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And then once they find out of, once they hack into your DMs to Alex Jones, it's really over. <laughs> we got to DM him on Truth Social because until uh, the sale goes through with Elon, he's not on Twitter. Um, Elon, Elon's going to manipulate the fuck out of that sale and he's going to end up paying like $10 for Twitter. Yeah. Just and then wait. he's going to sell it for $65 billion. Just, it's, it's going to be incredible the way this thing plays out. I'm convinced that Elon is the only man in the world that can make money on this. I think he could sell an NFT for, for a profit right now, somehow. I don't know how he does shit, but he's the man's well, man. He's going to talk shit about Twitter, devalue the fuck out of it, yep. buy it on sale, and then... Yep. And then talk about how great it is, make it go way up, <laughs> and uh, yep. and sell it, just like you do with everything else in life. All right, so we are proud to be a part of the Belly Up Sports Network, bellyupsports.com. Go there for all your great content needs. Um. And this episode is sponsored by Monkey Knife Fight, monkeyknifefight.com. Use the promo code BOGEY, all caps, and they will match your first deposit up to $50. 
I was dabbling in uh, monkey knife fight again over the last weekend, and I'm going to say this. Hitting is down in Major League Baseball, and you can do a lot of unders on uh, home runs and runs scored in games, and I, I did fairly decent on it. They just take the under on the Tigers every game because they uh, can't score a run. It's a pretty good one. I mean, if it's one, take the under. Yep, you would you would do well if you bet <laughs> under on the on the Tigers every game. Um, and then we still have our pins and aces promo going. So I did rock the I second. Saw, I saw you in another shirt. Yeah, that was the that was my Mother's Day special. I had a bunch of flowers on it, so I I wore that on Mother's Day. It was. Uh, Another well-received one. So go on Pins and Aces. When you check out, use that promo code BOGEY, all caps. You will save te- uh, 10%, and we will make some money. And I, I was playing with a good buddy on Sunday. Uh-huh. And I said, hey, where would you get those head covers? And they were Pins and Aces head covers. What ones- He's an avid listener. Used the promo code, and they were there in two days. What ones did he uh, purchase? They're like a blue, leathery... Like hip bombs, or not? I'll try to find them. Oh, cool, cool. It's, it's not, it's not your Trump one that you want everybody to have, or the Joker one you want everybody to have. But I am. Uh, either way, if you're a Republican, they have a sweet Trump one. If you're a Democrat, the the Kennedy one is awesome. <laughs> I mean, they're both good. They have something for everybody. Well, how come there's no Lincoln one with a giant top hat? I think there is one with a beard. <laughs> I'm almost there, positive. Yeah, with a fur beard. I'm waiting for the Alex Jones one with a tinfoil hat. There is a Lincoln one with the beard. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So we're a day late today because Evan was playing in the um, a little qualifying round this morning. And uh, we're going to talk about it, Evan. How are you today, buddy? You know, I'm doing great. I know you asked me if you don't want me to do the show. I get it. But you know what? This is part of the game. This is part of golf. There's good. There's bad. And we're going to talk about all of them. Always. Well, last week, we come on, uh, started from the bottom. Now we're here. And Larry's playing all kinds of hype music. This time, we just go back to the traditional theme song. Yeah. Like, I, I fully expect him to be a dick and just, like, pour it on you with something. I thought we were recording late so he could download some kind of dickhead song to play. Okay, so we, like, we nearly opened the show with Beck, I'm a loser, baby, but I thought <laughs> that, that was just, I couldn't, I like Evan too much to do shit like that. I can, I can like poke jabs at him, but I, I know this has to be, I know how I feel today after just following along at work. So I would, I'll be honest, you feel probably, you feel worse than I do right now. I, I guarantee you that. Evan, we were like parents. They was like watching your kid. <laughs> I, I don't I don't get into it as much as you guys do. I don't know why, but I just don't. So I'm going to say right off the bat that EB did a great job today. I heard she made you a wonderful dinner yesterday and also made you some breakfast sandwiches today. Thank you very much. She also... Um, I didn't eat four, the breakfast sandwich. Four, four well, that was pie. the issue. Right, that's the issue. You ran out of gas. And she was yeah, she was sure. on it with the text. I knew everything that was happening, like the entire round. It was amazing. Shouldn't she, been, shouldn't she have been more focused on the moment? The, I think, unlike Evan, ass? she can multitask. So, ah, yeah. Gotcha. Um, yeah, but wait a second. Are you comparing what I did for you when she was when I was catting last week? No, you were good too, but I'm just saying that she was on it. I'm giving her a prop because she was she Yeah, was but you're it. saying I wasn't as good. That's what you're saying. I'm, I'm taking away from that. Is that true? Yeah, that's what he said. Did you make her okay. dinner or breakfast? Okay, how about this? 
maybe that's why you take a cart. Was she in a cart? Yes, maybe that's why you do all that stuff. Maybe I was on to something last week. Maybe. Maybe you can blame us. Five more birdies. You can blame us for guilting you into walking last week. No, what I'm doing is I'm saying you can do more as the caddy with a cart. That's all I'm saying. You can do a job with a cart. That might be true. Pat did. I think you're blaming today on the fatigue from last Wednesday. (laughs) I'm not fully recovered. And Pat did just say maybe she wasn't paying as much attention to the game as. It just should have been since she was texting us, but the card's probably I felt, I felt walking 36 holes last week was beneficial today. Really? Yeah. I would I, think it would be, right? I wasn't tired at all. I was totally ready to go all so, day. Well the, well, the good news is he finished top five. So for all the listeners out there, he didn't, like, he didn't shit the bed. He finished top yeah, five. This is no, worse. This has always been my argument. That, from, both things can be golf, true. Though. No. No, but this has been my argument for any tournaments I've ever played in. It is way better to miss by 10 than to miss by 1 or miss by 2 or whatever. It's I, I've always felt that way, and people don't buy it because they're saying, like, well, you were never in it. Yeah, no shit. You were never in it. That's a good thing. You're not invested in it. You're not wasting all this time and energy. It's so much better to just bail out early and just not even care. Well, so we'll get rather, into that in a minute. You, you would have rather shot 78 today. Oh, 100%. Yeah, never been a factor. Yeah, 100%. Because well, the we, then you can just look at it and go, I just didn't play good today. I know I'm a good well, player, yeah, but I didn't play good today. We all know what happened today, but the people that are listening have no idea what happened. Right. So, well, well, before we get into this, I think this is a perfect example of how humbling golf can be. You were one week ago today, you were at the top of the mountain. Yep. Big check. Everything's going great. One week later... A player of your caliber, future live golfer, number 1,382 in the world, <laughs> kind of got broken today. So that's this game. That's this awful game that we all choose to play. Yeah. So, so I just go ahead, Ali. Evan played in the, the U.S. Open qualifier today. Uh, it was at uh, where? Pelican Marsh. Pelican Marsh, 18 holes. Top five, go, and then two alternates, correct? Yes, go on to the final the 36 hole. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So this is just, this is not, this is not just go to the U.S. Open. This is, there's another qualifier. Like last week, right. EB was going to the U.S. Open. Yes. It, is there another woman's one? Because I still feel like if you just identify one time, go out there and just start slaughtering bitches, you're what in. What do you mean one time? Like he hasn't before. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> But um, your recreational identification can become your professional <laughs> identification as well. So you get there, and uh, now no, wait. Let me let me let me do before we go there. Let's start, do a quick history on my uh, in this event. Okay, I think I think in general, I'm 27 years old now. I think I've been trying for this since I'm 13. I'm going to say this is about my 14th year, somewhere in there. And the first few years I played, and I wasn't that close. But I would say pretty much every year since I, you know, turned 18, so almost 10 now, I've been competitive. And I've been close a lot. And there might have been one or two years where I didn't play that good and I never really contended. But every year I'm always close. Have this, you made it have you made it past today before? No, I've never made it beyond this. Ever. 
it's this probably the, the greatest, one thing. This is the greatest failure of his golf career. He said that last this week. This is the one thing that I look back on and go, I cannot figure this out. Because U.S. Amateur, I got there three times, and that's a 36-hole qualifier. And I, that's a tough one. And there's only like three spots usually at those. But like this is the one that it's just like, I just can't get the job done. So, I, I just can't. I don't know why. There's this? been so many close calls. I mean, I've never made a playoff even. I've missed by one a few times. I missed by two a few times. It's just, it's always close. It just never gets it done. Was this the worst one? Uh, we talked about it. There was one in Ohio about two years ago that I bogeyed. 16 and 17 with like wedges to miss by one. I think that still is the worst. Okay. And it was like a 40 degree, like awful day where it was like to just be in contention felt good because it's like just miserable. And then to go to supposedly the strength of my game and just fail at that. That was probably the worst. Then on 18, I probably had like 10 feet, which would have got me in the playoff. And I missed that one to finish like that. That was pretty bad. This was pretty bad, but not, I don't know, it felt different for some reason. It didn't feel as bad as it happened. Well, you had maybe I'm a maybe I'm a different person now. You shot what 30, 33 on the back, right? I started on ten and shoot thirty three. Yeah, so you were three under at the. But turn. you would want to go back to the start. Is that where we're going? Then? Well, I heard that it's it's rumored that you were the last one to show up today. I was one of the last tea times though. Per per sources. Per yes. sources, you were, but there were tea times after you that were already there when you got there. That's you were, correct. You were the last person to register. Yeah, I should have got, I guess, maybe I want to die out or something like that. Should have got there later? With way too much prep. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I said to my sister, I hit for like 15 minutes on the range. I'm like, look, what am I going to do now? I got here way too early. <laughs> you had, you're, you're like one of the elite athletes who times their peak performance for a certain time. Yes. And you, you burned out a little bit too early. I get if I you, did. If you had that extra 30 minutes on the back end, you walk away with this thing. I do. So you, With the new Chevy Silverado, you might be driving in this. But with the Silverado's redesigned interior and large infotainment screens, it'll feel more like this. Introducing the new 2022 Chevy Silverado. Find new upgrades. Find new roads. Chevrolet. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team, Team Ready. Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. The rumor is you, uh, first two holes you played pretty solid. Just yep. didn't make a putt. Right? I mean, that's. Yeah, that's correct. You're correct sister. so far. Yep. And then did you birdie the third hole? I did. Par three that was playing tough, hit it to about two feet. Did the fact that you were supposed to be in a group of three and you were only two, did that bother you at all? Because you had to do a lot of waiting today. No, it was a five and a half hour round, but it didn't bother me. Okay, Whoa. so that, no effect. No effect on you. No effect. Because you waited. What about, the, what about not eating the breakfast sandwich? Yeah, why did that happen? I mean, that's your thing. I, I have a tough time eating before I play. You didn't have a tough time hossing them down at right. the Fort Lauderdale Open. And you came home with a big check. I don't know. It just Does didn't... Popeye get into big bar fights without his fucking spinach? She made you a homemade breakfast sandwich. I know, but like I had to with walk. Love. Today. So I, I had to walk today, though, so it was like felt different. I'm like, I need to like not be an idiot and like get all died out here. 
Did you, you not eat breakfast two, sandwiches you were before her round? Two, you? Well, when I take a cart, I use I eat the breakfast sandwich. You don't have to whisper. <laughs> That's just worse. Now everybody's what the fuck is she? Everybody's wondering what you're saying. She said Fort Lauderdale open item much later tea time. I played at one o'clock. Yeah. And, you, and you ate the breakfast sandwich. Yeah, but at like ten or nine or something like that. This is we got to be careful now because if we get too hard on him, EB's going to come home and slit our fucking throats. So she's, a, saying, she's in like just, mama bear mode, and we got to be very, very careful. I'm just saying he should have ate the homemade breakfast. I, I agree, but if EB says he shouldn't have, he shouldn't have because she, okay. I feel like she's ready to fight. No, she's bitching too because she's saying uh, I, I didn't eat it, today. So I was pissed. I had to throw it away. Yeah, wait, you you should have saved it. I could have ate it right now. It was sitting out. <laughs> I had a couple pineapples at dinner, so it's perfectly perfect. Right now. So. You make birdie, you got to be feeling pretty good, right? You birdie the third hole. You stuck it pretty tight. Not as tight as I did in men's league where I hit it to six inches on closest to the pin, but no big deal. Wow. Yeah, yeah it was a majestic six iron. Did you make it? Did you make a putt? I did make it. The guy said it was good, but I did tap it in just because. <laughs> it was then good Mr. Bowser was started a rumor that it never actually hit the green, that I knocked it 50 feet short and it rolled up, but that is not true. <laughs> it stuck the green. I, I hit a good one in there, close. It was a t- there was a two group weight on the team. I really didn't see anybody hit it anywhere near the flag. A couple people hit it on, but it was playing tough. I mean, the flag was left and the wind was left out of the left, so it was like kind of going to the other side of the green. But everyone seemed to be hitting seven iron because I was looking to see what everyone was hitting, which is illegal. You can't it's ask. illegal to look. It's illegal look. to ask. Yeah, so Just I'm like, like in a urinal. I, I thought I was kind of smart to do that. I'm coming to look and see what everyone's hitting. Everyone's kind of trying to hit like this, like easy seven and i get up there and go i'm just gonna hammer an eight and it was just perfect i felt really good about that how far I, like was I made it? the right decision 170 that was like 174 i think hammer and eight <laughs> cut driver <laughs> well my mine was one uh i think 179 and it was a six iron <laughs> so that hit 50 yards short of the green and rolled up yeah. <laughs> i bladed it evan before you go too far because this will help all golfers while you're waiting on the t box because this Fucked with me last night in league. I had to wait 20 minutes between putting and then hitting another shot. And it was the worst 20 minutes of my life, and I had a horrendous drive. How did how did you stay locked in? Did you and EB just shoot the shit like nothing was going on? or well, with, How do you wait over, that long? When I got over the tee, the, the, there was two groups. So I right as I got there, I watched the first group hit all their shots to like learn how the ball is reacting in the air. Then... I went over to the cart, talked to her, and I think I went on Twitter maybe and or something. I don't remember what I was doing there. Maybe I looked at the scores. I don't know. I was doing something. Um, maybe I was harassing people under my fake Twitter account. I'm not sure. I can't Probably. remember. Exactly. I, can't, I, I can't remember exactly. Then when the next group got ready to hit, I watched, looked and saw what club they pulled, watched their shots fly. Then I kind of got just thinking about my shot, and we kind of just talked about seven or eight i'm like like just full seven or full eight so yeah that's kind of how it went so to answer your question pat nothing you, there's you nothing. learned nothing we got nothing from that right we, we there much like his great the... swing thought of you know swing it and hit it and make it this draw <laughs> it's, it's well the debate was that what i saw everyone do was hit this easy seven and it would kind of start the flag in the wind would just eat it up and just push it to the right side of the green and then it would hit on the green and roll out because you're not hitting it full. So I go, if I hammer the eight, I'll get spin on it. 
the wind won't touch it as much. And it just worked out perfectly. And was I thought really, to myself, was it really windy? Yeah, it was probably gusting like 20 at this point. But I thought to myself, if I don't hit it perfect, I'm on the front part of the green and I'll probably be closer than anybody still. And I have an uphill putt. So why wouldn't I just hit this club? Like, no matter what, it can't really be bad unless I had a bad shot. But it's like I could have a bad shot with any club. I feel like I was giving my best chance for the eight, and it worked. Now, would you have thought through that whole process if it, you were just walking right up to the tee to hit, or did the weight actually help you a little bit there? The weight helped because I saw the other shots, and I saw what the other people hit. Okay. Yeah. So your natural gut not seeing anything would have been to hit the seven? No, I'm not saying that. I might have hit eight still, but like the fact that I had more knowledge made it more of like a guarantee. Okay. Yeah. Well, they do say knowledge is power. You got that going for you. <laughs> knowledge is power. All right, so you make birdie. Yeah, one under, feeling good. Great start. Dream start. The most important thing in golf, the start, I think. And then you get to uh, get a par five next, right? Yeah, but it was honestly like not that easy of a hole. Like this is not a gimme birdie by like any means. But you made birdie on it. I did, but it's like a, it's like this is like a tough par five uh, in a way. It's okay. dead into a really strong wind, and it's a small green that's sloped with like a pond front, left, and long. Okay, so this was you were not on in two in this one. No, no one, no one in the fields. I don't think I shouldn't say no one. I hit a good driving at two ninety in. Okay, so it's it's a, wow. it's a long ways. I mean, like, and like you're into a twenty mile an hour wind. Like, even if somebody hits it thirty or forty by me, like this is not the kind of green you rip one at either. With this water is like, protecting it, and yeah, yeah. So like, I laid it up down the right side, kind of a good angle, hit a wedge to like ten feet, and then I have like a putt that's going to break like four feet. Wow. This is a hard asshole. Dead center. Yeah. It was weird. I told my sister after I made it, I said it was weird because I felt like I had a good line. Like it was like a 10 footer that I felt like I was trying to hit two feet and play four feet of break. So like, that's a really tough putt to make. And, but I felt like I had a decent line on. I'm like, if I could just get it to the spot, like it should just be like pretty good. And it was, like, always on a good line. I felt like it hit a good putt, but I was still surprised it went in. It was, like, that kind of putt. Like, it just had to, like, do so much. What? And it just all did it. Now, does she get out of the cart? Do you guys look at putts together and stuff, or are you just, like, all on your yeah. own? Or, yeah. No, she gets out. But I tell her, like, I can read it unless, like, uh, like I don't know. Okay, so then. We're two under now. Right, and then you... You've... Two, two under through four. Yeah, feeling good. A couple pars, It's not right? playing that easy, and I'm thinking, like, any round, like, under par... Like, I always thought, like, any round in the 60s would be good. Like, oh, I don't I agree. know if it'll for sure get me through, but, like, I'm thinking, like, that's a solid round of golf today. Like, yeah. this is not an easy course. It's 7,000 yards, plays long, and it's just not that easy. Greens are firm and fast. There's not many, like, gimme birdies like that, and there's a lot of, like, tough holes. So then you get to the like, second. Like, the like second. look at this par five. Like, this is honestly, like, a tough par five. Like, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, no, it's, a, I mean, you know. Open, like, it's not like I'm just going to go drive or five iron and tap in two putt. Like, nothing to it. Well, you did on the next one. I did, but, like, that was the <laughs> only one. So you get the next par five. You do that. You're on straight in Straight down. Shortest one, and it's straight downwind. But that's after you play two par fours that are, like, Smaller greens, driver, you know, somewhat like not wedges, like eight iron, seven iron, maybe. Did this did this course fit your game? 
I felt like it did because I hit it was hitting it pretty straight. I kind of went into it also thinking in general, like if I can just kind of no penalty stroke it, like I'll have a good shot at it too. So it's a Florida course that creeps up on you. There's water, yeah. a lot of water. And it's long, so you're kind of like forced to hit like longer clubs off the tee. You can't just like be like, yeah, I'll just hit an iron out there. Yeah, okay, and then what? You're going to have three iron into a par four? Like it doesn't really work like that. So yeah, birdie the par five. Now I'm three under. And I had a little talk, and I said, I, I kind of had come to the conclusion that I haven't had success in this qualifier because a lot of times I'll get off to good starts and I won't finish it off. And I always feel like, I almost like start to get into like this mentality of you're in, just kind of like stay here instead of like where I would normally just be like birdie, birdie, you know, try and keep going. Well, that's exactly what I was thinking at the turn. I mean, it's hard not to have that mentality though. Cause you don't want to like be playing aggressive and then make like a dumb seven and just surrender it that way mm. in a way. But it's like, it's, but it's like on top of your mind. So like, how do you not think about it when it's, Right in front well, of you. I face. think, don't you do what you always say and you play? Um, you called, you said it one time. I forget what the hell you called it. It's like, um, I don't think you said cautiously aggressive, but something similar to that, where you're like aggressive in spots, but you're not stupidly aggressive like when you're behind. Yeah, but like I should just play like I normally play because that's how I play my best. Well, I would agree with that. And, and but it's not as easy to do when you're playing that maybe you did not, not do that again today. I, it's hard not to though. It's in your head. How are you not going to think like that? I haven't, bro. You're asking the wrong fucking guy. Do you, but I'm just saying in general, that's rhetorically. Do you, do you think? Do I want to win? Of course, but top five is the same thing, right? So it's like it's okay to do that, but it's like not okay to think like that. That's where it's tricky. But I told myself after the par five, I'm three under. I'm playing great. Like at this point, I'm in my head. I'm almost thinking like this might be good enough right here. But I'm thinking like. Four under, five under, six under. That's like kind of what I thought. But then you like you, keep going, you, keep going. You turn, you get, you play one. Yeah, but I haven't missed a. I hold play the whole back nine, and I had two looks on seventeen, eighteen. I just didn't make them. I didn't. I didn't. I missed red, and I haven't missed a green. I don't think I've really missed a fair. I mean, I might have missed a fairy, but like it wasn't bad. And like I haven't really missed a shot. I right. feel like. Yeah. And then that continues. so make the turn at three under. And you hit a great drive. And I think I glanced at the scores, and I'm like, all right, I'm in pretty good shape here. Now, is that a bad idea, good idea? No, I always do that. I have to know. I like knowing because I want to know what the flow of the course is like. I want to know what the flow of the event's like. When you're out there in a twosome, it's hard to say because you're just playing with one guy. So it's like this new golf genius scoring they do, I'm a big fan of because I just – I want to just kind of have an idea of what's going. Like if I go look at the scores and go, I'm winning by three – like, now I'm going to go, okay, that's interesting that the course is playing this tough. I'm having a great round. Or if I go on there and go, wow, there's five people at six under, I better get going. So when you see how, how, how did the guy you were with play? He was, like, even through eight. Then he kind of just fell apart. So when you see that there have been some pretty uh, decent scores on the front, did you think, okay? No, but I look and I say, wait, all the low scores are on the front nine. Right, so now you're going to the front. So don't you think? No, that means- I don't think like that. I don't think like that because I don't count birdies before they happen. Okay. Because in your mind, it's easy to say, "Well, this is a reachable par five. I'll birdie it." 
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. Like it doesn't work out like that. And then like, not, but Alberti, just like to clarify, a not in my mind. Is that ever? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> in my mind, I'm, in my mind, it's, I know I did birdie that short part five, but it's easy to say on the tee, like I'll birdie this hole. So like you don't count it before it happens. But then like, just in the same way you shouldn't say, well, this is a tough hole. I'll just par it. Like you shouldn't count that either because you could bogey it. Hey, you never know. You birdie it. You just never know. So it's better to just not count it. I mean, obviously we know there's tendencies. We know the easier holes are more likely to be birdied and things like that. But in one round, it doesn't, it's a tendency doesn't count for one round. A tendency counts for like 20 rounds. Okay. So, yeah. So on one, you hit a good drive, right? And then you kind of hit a, you hit a really shitty wedge in. Is the word on the I mean, screen. it wasn't, I mean, it was, it was a 60 yard shot that I left 30 feet short. I mean, it was bad, but I mean, it wasn't like I missed the green or something. No. Right. I just left it short. Then you made a... I made the putt. It was yeah. the only putt I made all day, I felt like. That really? was like... So now we're at 4 through 10. Yeah, we're at 4 through 10, and I probably I don't think I looked. And now we're going to a reachable par 5, but what do we do? We don't count it before it happens. No, that's and... When the fan, that's when the fans in Michigan were going crazy. No, the fans but in Michigan... Was... The fans in Michigan were, were... Yeah, we were going crazy. That's true. I mean, but we were, we were watching... Okay. Do I feel good? Yes. It's like I could have easily been three over at this point and out of it. So it's like at worst I have a shot at it. But like I know the history of this event. So I'm like this is not a done deal anyway. Stay focused. There's plenty of golf left. So the personal history does creep into your mind. Well, it does in a a good way here though because you're thinking to yourself like don't start pretending you're already in because you're not. So it's like a good thing I think there. Now I'm not thinking like I'll plan to blow it. I'm not thinking like that but – I'm definitely thinking to myself, like, there's, I mean, I've only played theoretically just over half the round. There's still plenty of golf left. And you know, Florida course, just like this, any swing is immediate double. It's like nothing is like safe or guaranteed. I mean, unless you get to like eight under and you're on the last hole and it's like, you can't really, you can play for six and you know, you're okay. Right. That's, you know, it's not over by any means. Larry, we should play for six more often. Oh, he's trying to find Six something. Six hard. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so gettable par five. Gettable par five, but kind of a tough win, though. So it's like not like – I mean, I hit a good drive, and I have like 235 into like a tough green. Like it's not like it's a gimme. By no, any but means. the scoring average on this was – I would say – What like, was the scoring average? Tell me. Well, I only know for like the top 12 – 
Yeah, I looked so, at all of them. It was like four point two five. Yeah, it's an easy hole. You it, should birdie it. Yeah, it, when you did not make birdie there, I thought it. I thought it was a drop shot to the field because it. It, it was all, all the other guys did birdie that. Who are the good players right. or the contending players? Yeah, hundred percent agree. And I told my sister after the round, I go, if I could have one shot back, it was on this hole. It wasn't any of the bogeys. Um, because I felt like I was playing really good up to this point. And I feel like for some reason this shot, like, I don't know, I didn't hit it as good after it. Um, hit a good drive. And I, the flag is, like, kind of front left. And I was saying, like, got to get this out. I was hitting an iron, almost planning to maybe, like, get on the front edge if I hit it perfect. But if not, have, like, a chip up. Because, like, I would head it a three wood and, like, over is trouble. So I didn't want to, like, play around with that. Right, so you've... I've made the right call. I, short, I the right was, short was better. Short right is better. Okay. And I hit it, and it kind of draws off the wind, and it gets in the left bunker. And it's like, you can't even hit it within 20 feet from this bunker. I mean, you just can't. Is this the one that hits the rake, or is that a different No, one? no. But, like, I'm just saying, because it, like it's going to hit this downslope and just roll away. Like, there's just no way to stop the ball. Like, you just can't hit it there. You've got to be on the right side and then chipping up the hill. Okay. So I hit it. I hit a good bunker shot. It just rolls out though, and I just missed the putt from twenty feet. But it's like that was like to get to five. That should have been five under there. And then so in, I, in the moment, do you know you can't hit close? Like what you just did to us? No, no I played it out because I didn't even have the best lie in the bunker. And I'm talking even if I had a perfect lie bunker. Okay. Right. So it's like I'm gonna play. It just I'm not gonna risk leaving the bunker. I'll just get it out. And just make sure like I have a putt at it. Who knows? I'll make it. I just made a last. But I felt like right there, like, that could have been five, should have been five. And then I felt like it's kind of like, now you're in, like, really good shape. Because now you can, like, screw up, make a double, and you're still kind of okay. Yeah. But you're still in good shape. I mean, you're... Still in good shape, but that was the one I felt like I should have gotten. You're strongly in the top five. I think you're actually tied for second at this point. Yeah, four under through 11 now. So, next hole, this is the first bogey, where I hit a drive out to the right in the rough. And it was into the wind, and the flag is just barely over the front bunker. And this is one of those I said, you cannot be short. Cannot be short. Period. Hit in the back bunker. I don't care. You got a shot from there. You got no shot from the front bunker. It's the same thing. You're going to 20 feet at best. So I hit it. I thought I hit a good one. The wind kind of gusted maybe a little bit. It was a little high out of the rough. Maybe it didn't really, like, get out of the rough as much as I thought. It hits the rake that's, like, I don't know. Is it over the Is the rake over the bunker? Yeah, it's kind of like on the tongue of the bunker, maybe. Yeah, the bunker. Hits the rake and just, uh, it flies on the rake. Flies into the rake and just, you could hear it. And I was like, I didn't even see where it went. And it ends up going like into like the, the front part of the bunker. So now you're almost like on a downslope, like dead. Where like, it's not a great, it's, it's, I hit a good shot. I, I would admit if I didn't hit a good shot. I, I just misjudged it or I didn't realize maybe or something. I don't know. But like, I think if it hits that grass, it might stay, and if it doesn't, it's rolling just barely into the bunker. It's on the upslope. You got a shot. I mean, I got a chance. Should I have hit it there? No, but I got a chance. Now I got no chance. Yeah, so you had so it's a bad you break. Had some wind, I mean, it was a bad, bad luck, break. and also a rake. You had a lot of it was things. It a bad that, break. Yeah. It just was. It wasn't, a, it wasn't a good call. But you've had bad breaks. You shake that shit off all the time. Yeah, but I mean, it was a – It was a. will say this. The, the Hitting the rake was a half shot. I think from where I was in the bunker now, I have a 10% chance of getting up and down. And the only way I have the 10% chance is if I hold a 20-footer. If you're on the upslope of the bunker, I think it's, I don't know, 60% chance of getting up and down. 
I think it's more likely I'm going to hit the ball to 10 feet, and you have a better chance to make that. And maybe one gets lucky and ends up close. By the way, if you'd have bet the under on the Tigers today, you would have won. <laughs> under one? Yeah. Shut up. Again. So I go to the next hole, three under now, six left. Sometimes it's I don't mind making a bogey, though. You don't feel the bogey-free pressure. It's like it kind of like sometimes like motivates you on to like get it back. Um, next hole I just parred. I just barely missed like it being close. I think it was like on the edge of the. It was on like the edge of the rough in the fringe, and it hit and just stopped instead of like going down the hill, which I think would have been like really good. So it wasn't like too tough of a pitch shot, but like it was like close to being perfect. Um, then the next hole is a par four. Kind of nothing really happened there. Just hit it on, just hit a good drive, hit a, hit a, kind of to 20 feet and just missed, didn't make it. Then you got the so, next par five, right? The second par five? Yeah. Next par five is like 580. So this one was playing like, tough earlier in the day. It was like all pars and a few bogeys. And then it seemed like later I think this in the is day, another. Yeah. I mean, later I, don't know, in the day, I there were the more two. birdies. Yeah, it was downwind when I got there, so that probably helped. But, like, I don't look at this hole and go, this is easy by any means. It's not as tough as the other one, but, like, it's way longer. But it's downwind, so it's like I crushed a drive and I had 250 in. But, like, the green is kind of elevated. There's, like, bunkers all around it. There's OB right, and then there's, like, a pond left. I mean, this is kind of far. Like, when you're ripping at a three, with like, trouble's closer. Yeah, but- it just is because like if you hit a cut three wood, it has a lot more time to get offline. So, and then the flag is like in a tough spot, like kind of over a bunker, like on the downslope. But now, so you did hit three wood into this, right? Yeah, but this is the tricky thing. I felt like the guy I'm playing with is like ten yards behind me. He rips a three wood first, probably sends it thirty yards out of bounds, right? Hits a provisional and like does the same thing. I'm like, oh god, like why did I want it? Why did I watch that? So now I'm like kind of thinking about that. I just it's hard. You see it, it's hard not to think about it. Although his first ball ended up being in play, like I think it hit the house and kicked back. Honestly, I think it hit the high roof because like there's like no way this should have been in play, but like it was. So I kind of like don't hit a don't make a good swing at it. I come up short of the green, which wasn't really like too bad of a spot. And I thought I hit a pretty good chip, but it kind of went over that down slope and just like rolled out to like 20 feet again. And again, I thought I hit a good putt, but it, I misread. Like it, like every putt like I had was weird today where they put the flag. Any putt almost looked like it was going to break twice. Because like they put the flag like off of the hill of a bunker to where like the most of the putt is going to like say turn right. And then like the last five feet might go back left a little bit. But like sometimes it'd go back, sometimes it won, sometimes it'd hold its line. And it was just kind of goofy. But do you think, did you hit the three-wood because you had made the bogey and you were, like, chasing it? Or did you... No, I would have gone for the screen You would have went for it either way? Every single time I go, because I even told my sister, I said, the where this flag is, well, 250, I got to go downwind. I I can't, what am I going to do? Hit nine iron? I just got to go. Because I would have wanted a full shot in. And I said, because of where the flag was on the slope, I said, even if you have a full shot in here... I feel like it'd be tough to get it within 15 feet. Downwind, over the bunker. Like, how are you going to get the ball to stop? Like, it's just, it's going to be very tricky. So I'm like, just the, get it up there. Were the greens and the pin placements turned up? Oh, yeah. This is, I feel like, 
75% of the flags, toughest spot on the green you can find. I would say. And every tee is all the way back. I would say, and the greens are firm and fast. You know, when you get this, like, downhill or this downwind flag over the bunker, like, on a tiny downslope, like, almost impossible to get the ball close. Really. And that's obviously intentional. Yeah, they put the flags in the tough spots. I mean, they didn't have all of them tough, but most of them were in tough spots. So, Especially on the par five, I'm assuming, right? To try to yeah, for sure. No, on the par five. no doubt. Yeah, they put them in the tough spots on those holes. So I don't get the birdie there. Still three under. Looking at the scores now more carefully and going three under is going to be in. Unless could be one of those lot of guys for a lot of spots playoffs. So I'm like... Three under's good. Now, I know going in, my last two holes are not that easy. So, like, it would be nice to get one. I haven't got one yet. Next hole's not a tough hole. I hit a good a drive. I hit a good iron shot to, like, 15 feet. Putt turns more than I thought. So, this is where it's, it was tough to make putts because I felt like the flags are tough. Okay. Still at three under. Looking at the scores again. All right. Par, par, you're in feels like that so get up on eight there's something about this shot i played the course before i don't like this par three there's water left there's hills right and it's just if you get right of the hills it goes into a penalty area and it's into the wind 190 like it's not an easy shot and i go i want to just hit one kind of the front part of the green and have the 30 footer like i want to keep it like short of the trouble in a way and I just hit the worst shot all day. I bailed it out right. It hit the side of the hill, went down into the bushes. So then you have to take a drop, right? I'm in the bushes, take the drop. So the interesting thing is there's like red stakes near the path. And I'm thinking, where do I drop? I don't really know. I know the rules, but I don't know in this situation because there's no line. So I'm like, where's the, where's the, where's the line here? There is no line. So there's something on the rule sheet that says... Red stakes with no paint? Yeah. U.S. Open qualifier, right? That's we. I, that's... Show, that's show. We'll get to that in a minute. I've Fucking never... Um, usually there's red... I mean, isn't, I thought that was like standard. There's like a red stake near my ball, and the next red stake's like 100 yards back. And so it goes like... There, could you have debated that it was in, or there was no way it was in? It was definitely right of the stake. No doubt about that. Okay. I would rather have been in the penalty area, though. This is in a bush, like no shot. Um. Oh, I see. Okay. So anyway, I'm like, let me call the rules official just to like make sure. Now, how does that work? Do you guys have like they give you the cell phone number of the rules? Yeah. Official? So I call the guy, and now the whole time I'm thinking, I'm on the bad side of the whole. Like the green is sloping away now. I have to like flop over a bunker. Like I know about where I'm gonna drop, and I'm like, this is like dead. Like I'm about to be out of it here with double. Like that was my thought because I'm three under. I'm like, this is this is not good. So anyway. Finally, the official shows up. Uh, Elena, how long? Ten minutes? Yeah, I was about to call again. Ten minutes, just waiting. So I'm like, whatever. And keep in mind, you're waiting on every shot. Like, And we're one of the last groups. Like, where the fuck are you, honestly? Like, there's no rulings going on right now. There's two groups behind me. So anyway, <laughs> what I thought was going to happen did happen. I thought what I would do was end up dropping across the car path after taking two club lengths from penalty area place on Carpath, then one club length over there. 
But like after all these club lengths, this is where knowing the rules is good because I thought it would I would have done it this way anyway. But like the guy was there to help. I end up getting so far like it's ended up being like three club lengths, two club lengths on the path. Then you have to take the angle because you have to go like way back. Now I don't really have to like go over the bunker, so it's like a much easier chip. Yeah, so you've scanned yourself into a into a better no, area by totally knowing the rules. The, knowing the rules, but like this was like the only drop you could take, though. Evan, are these rules officials like an assistant pro from the club or no? These are like members? volunteers. Okay, of the, of the golf association. So anyway, get the plate, and then the, it's dropping on the hill. End up getting the place. It's not like a good lie, right? So I hit this great chip to like five feet, and I make the putt. Now I'm going to. You gotta feel good though, because that's that's now a now I now I look at it again, and I go, birdie here, and you're in. Like I'm thinking, like what a story this is going to be. Like thought it was done, get back and get it done here. So I hit this drive on nine. It's like cutting on the wind. Probably ends up two feet from the water. I'm like, God, the story's just getting better and better. I heard it was maybe a little bit closer than two feet to the water. (laughs) I, what I mean, word word is that it was it was pretty close to the from water. the tee from the tee it looks like it's a inch from the water but once we get up there once it's hit it on the tee, I was like, oh that's in God, the water tournament's over. tournament's over but like once we got up there it was kind of flat and it wasn't really that it wasn't even in the penalty area it was it snuck around it kind of went around the water more now I only got like wedge in though because like I've I've taken on the whole corner basically here. On accident or purpose. I'm not sure. Well, I was trying to cut it. It just cut a little bit more. It took a big bounce right. <laughs> She's debating that talking point there. <laughs> so anyway, I hit this wedge in there. How far? 10, 15 feet? Yeah. 10 or 15 feet. I'm like, perfect. Like, I'm making this shit and I'm in. Because I'm looking now I'm looking at the scores very carefully and I go. I think I have this I, putt on. Is this the putt I have on video, Elena, or is it the next one? No. No. Okay. You don't have this one video. But I'm thinking to myself, I'm looking at the scores. If I make this birdie putt, I'm in. Almost guaranteed unless something crazy happens. And if I don't, I'm in a lot of guys like one spot playoff. Right. And I'm reading this thing so carefully. Like I never read a putt like this before, like so long. Like I'm like, this has to turn just a little bit left. Just ha- Like this is one of these flags that's like kind of in a weird spot, like on a little shoulder off a bunker again. I'm like, this has to turn, just has to turn, has to turn. Halfway, I hit it. I hit perfect speed. Halfway there, I thought it was dead center. thought no way I could miss. It just turned more than I thought at the hole. Just kept breaking. Oh, see, the way you were telling it, I thought you were going to say that you looked at it a lot and then you overread it, but you still. No, all day long it was like this shit. So anyway, turns out, tap in. I know what's coming now. And at the whole time, I'm like, I shouldn't even be in this playoff. I just shouldn't be. But I said, I've never even made it this far in this event. I've always been one or two out of the playoff. So, And I have a good playoff record. Maybe this is the year. Now, we're getting ready. We're getting done. Sign the card. Do you know what the – before you the play, guy gives do you know the, what the playoff is or no? I'm sorry, what was that? Like, did you do research to know what the playoff was before it started, or did you just go play and then find out when you – In terms play? of, like, what? Like, like what do you know what holes are going to be holes? played? Or? Oh, okay. So I actually went to the scoring area. And the guy says, oh, Evan, stick around for a little bit. We're going to need you. So, okay. Not going anywhere. I don't still, there were, and I don't know if yeah, that's how it was there. There were two guys on, I think, 17 or 18. But I didn't know if they just didn't have their scores in yet. There were also two. Yeah, yeah, I got you. I got you. But I said to he, I go, I go, what's the playoff hole? We don't know. So, okay. <laughs> Can you let me know, like, when you find out? Yeah, sure. Okay. 
Because I kind of oh, you think they really didn't know, or they didn't want to tell you to give you a heads up? No, I oh, think cause... they actually didn't. No, based on what I'm about to tell you, I'll, they didn't know. They had no fucking clue. So, like, there's supposed to be, like, three groups behind me. So I'm thinking, like, every tea time is, like, ten minutes apart. Like, we're waiting all day. Like, they've got to be, like, this is a five and a half hour round. And I'm thinking when I got to the course, like, I'll get here at, like, nine for my 9.30 tea time. Latest I'll be here is, like, three o'clock. I'm done at three o'clock. Now I'm waiting for a playoff. So I'm thinking, like, this group's got to be done. And, like, these last few groups have to be done within, like, 30 minutes, right? There's three groups behind me, like, all good. It must have been at least an hour for them to come in. I'm like, what is going on? So I'm, like, kind of hitting a few shots, then taking a break because, like, I'm kind of trying to be, like, loose, but, like, at the same time. You know what I'm saying? You know, just trying to, like, kind of do it all. Is that your normal? Um... I mean, I'm not in playoffs very often. I have to wait an hour, though. It's kind of a rare thing. I just don't want to, like, sit down the whole time and just, like, not be ready for it. But I don't want to, like, just rapid-fire golf balls for an hour. I don't do that ever in my life anymore. Right. So it's like I'll hit for like 10 minutes, stop for 20, hit for 10 kind of thing. But like I would like to kind of know the playoff hole so like I think visualize the hole maybe a little bit, you know, just in general. Okay. So finally, like I'm still waiting for this group and I hear like some talking. Someone says, oh, yeah, we're good. we were trying to play 18 as the playoff, but like members are out there. I'm like, okay. So they've what? let people out. Yeah. Well, the other group, the other nine is finishing up. So I'm like, okay, whatever. Like, this is the U.S. Open qualifier. Like, really? Like, I get it if it's, like, not that big. And I'm tr- not trying to be an elitist, but this is bullshit. I'm you sorry, let them know it was, the, it was the men's U.S. Open. I mean, you expect that shit for the women's, but come on. No, the women's U.S. Open, the course was closed all fucking day. That was a sexist joke. I know, but it's just a, it's just a total joke show. It's so bad. It's just terrible. Would you have been complaining like this if you won the playoff? Yeah, and I'll tell you why in a little bit. Okay, so now I'm thinking, like, I see a group of members drive from like 18 to one. So I'm thinking, okay, maybe they like say everyone off 10. Like I haven't seen anybody tee off 10 in an hour. I go, we'll probably just go to 10. So finally this last group comes in and they start announcing the names of who's going four for one. And, and everyone's like, well, where are we going? And like, nobody really, everyone's like ready to go. And nobody still seems to know like where we're going. Like still. And then finally someone goes, all right, let's go to 14. Like what? <laughs> and Evan, this is a, this is an hour and a half after they knew there was going to be a playoff. Yes, and I'm like, oh. okay. Now keep in mind, like 14 is just a par four. That's like far away from the clubhouse. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> I just find it odd that the playoff hole was not decided before. Well, I mean, I could legitimately have a beef and say I'm a conspiracy theorist. Obviously, all those. Who am I to not go up to them and go, so did you just ask all these guys and not include me, like, what's your favorite hole? And, like, be like, oh, they all said they like this hole. Because, like, this is a hole that's probably one of the few holes in the course that actually does curve. And it does turn right around the corner. So, like, if you're if you're a fader, you love this hole. But, like, I, it's just weird because, like, one in ten are just straight holes. But, like, they said they were thinking about 18 maybe. I, I, to me, it has to be predetermined. Before it even the tournament starts, unless there's a rainstorm and Tiger Woods is in the tournament, usually it's it's predetermined of what holes you would say, play. Like, hey, Tiger, what hole do you like? I get it. I mean, but like club events, it's just they tell you what the tiebreaker is before yeah, I mean, before you go strange. out. It's just strange. So we're like, 
driving out to ten, and like finally someone says fourteen, and everyone just kind of like starts driving there. I'm like, okay, it's like weird. And there's like two officials, and these guys are like so clueless. Like, it's I'm not trying to rip on volunteers. Like, I feel bad doing that, but like this is bad. Like, like if there was any sort of like rules question, like these guys have a fucking clue. So we're driving like down ten. Like, I don't even know how to get to fourteen other than because this is like course goes through houses. So I'm thinking like we're gonna go like. 10, 11, 12, 13, just, like, drive the course. But, like, I don't know, someone, like, knew this shortcut. So we're, like, driving through these bushes. There's, like, a tiny path. Then we're driving down, like, a sidewalk of a street. Oh, my God. Were you, like, speaking the playoffs just bouncing around behind food tents? <laughs> Basically. Then all of a sudden, everyone takes a sharp turn, left turn, and, like, we're on 14T. I'm like, okay, we're here. Who's driving you, Spieth's guy? No, my sister's driving. Oh. So we get out there. And I knew two of the other guys. I didn't know the fourth guy. So everyone's like saying, all right, I got this ball. And everyone seems like, oh, I got a Titleist too. I'm like, all right, I'll change to a Titleist four. Like, I'm not about to like risk this in a playoff. And I'm feeling good on the tee. And I'm thinking like. Do you only play even numbers in tournaments? I've never even like thought about something like that before. Well, you didn't say I went to a Titleist three. You went from a two to a four. It was like. Maybe the only other one I had, or so I don't know. Oh, all right. Or I just reached in my bag and grabbed one, and that's what I found. I don't know, whatever. So you, you took the ball out of play. You played all day. Well, I switched at one point because the break. Got it. <laughs> but that, that stuff doesn't bother me. Like I want a fresh ball. It's kind of a new round. So like I'm kind of thinking like I'm getting through. Like I feel good about this playoff. I don't feel nervous at all. I'm just kind of like ready to go for this. So, like, they, they go, Evan's going to hit second. I'm like, okay, like, whatever. Sure. Cool, bro. Clown. <laughs> so, and then I asked the question. I go, so if we get done with this hole and there's still more holes, like, where are we going after that? Like, I thought that was a good question because I'm like, I don't know how we ended up here to start with. They're like, oh, we'll just, like, play it in. Like, we'll just go 15, 16, 17. I'm like, okay. Like, I didn't think that was a really dumb question, even though it seemed to warrant a dumb response. Whatever. Now, keep in mind, though, I don't know how many people that are not affiliated with the tournament have played these holes, which I think is, like, bullshit. Like, maybe, what, 40 members or whoever were out playing? Like, is the course in tournament shape anymore? I don't know. Probably not. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. And I know the answer is not because I'll tell you why in a little bit. So first guy goes, drives it right by the trees. He's like in pine straw, like dirt, like not that good. 
I hit next fairway, next guy fairway, next guy fairway. Guy from the pine straw hits first, hits it left of the green. I thought it was going in the bunker, stays just out of the bunker. So I hit, I had 129 or something, and it was into the wind, but I was like, I kind of want to hammer a wedge. And I hit it past it, and it kind of spins back, and it looks close. I knew it was past it. How far? 10 feet past it? Yes. 10 feet past it, but it looks like it's close from the fairway. And I'm like, this is good because now these guys will think they have to hit it close. Next guy goes, hits it like short of the flag. It spins back a lot to maybe like 40 feet. Next guy hits it to like five feet. So it's like, these are like decent shots. Then the guy goes from by the bunker. Now I'm thinking, I told my sister, I go, I think I, I have to putt like I need to make. Cause I think the guy who's got the five footer is going to make it. So my mentality is must make to continue. There's only one spot. The guy goes from by the bunker, hits the chip, barely rolling, drops in. And I think to myself, I never thought that shot was going in until it went in. I don't know. Something about it was weird. You know when you sometimes see a shot and you kind of know it's going in? This one never looked like it was going to go in until it just, like, fell in. So you're not going to say it was like Larry Mize's shot then? It never thought (laughs) it was going to go in and the fucking thing drops. (laughs) I don't know. It just just was weird how it happened. Like, I just, I don't know. Like, I was expecting the need to birdie, but I wasn't expecting that guy to birdie. It was weird. You're thinking the guy, the the closer guy guy is going to birdie. Next guy hits the... 50 footer leaves it like a foot short taps it i go now I this feel like is I gotta, uh, if you tie you two go on yeah and other people are out because right? the alternate spots so i feel like now i'm thinking though i don't care about the alternate like i'm trying to make this thing so i go i'm gonna hit it out there to the right with a little it's gonna break a little bit and i give it a good hit like you saw the pot you saw the video yeah, it rolled four feet by, and it, if you look at the video, it, I still would think like I don't know how it didn't go. I by. thought you were making it. I thought it. I looked, mean, I thought I was going to make it too. It was a good line. It just everything felt good. Did about it miss it. just it a just, little bit low? It just snapped across the hole, even with a lot of speed. Like I didn't see it. I didn't get it. I didn't understand. So obviously, quickly, just deflation. I just said I'm tapping, and I hit the four footer. I make it. Now this other guy's going to go, and he misses the short one. So the only oh, I didn't even think about that. That guy missed the five-footer? Yeah, it, like, goes over the right edge. Oh. So now the only guy that birdies, he's, like, all happy. He chipped in. The only guy was, like, not even in the hole. The guy who <laughs> missed the fucking fairway, then missed the green, and is now going to the U.S. Open. He just the green, holes. and it's just like, wow. So we go on to the next hole. And I'm kind of not. I should have been more focused, probably. But it's just, I mean, it's just deflating. And I kind of bail it out to the right off the tee. And the other two guys crushed it down the middle. I'm, like, way back now. But I'm kind of behind a tree. It's into the wind. So I go to hit, like, this high cut over the tree. Wind eats it up short. I chip it to, like, 20 feet. I make the par. I make the putt. Now I make the putt. Even though so I'm does like, that just piss you off? I mean, yeah, you're so happy I'm that like, you made it, but you're also so pissed off. Care that you... about this? Yeah. So th- then the other guy, well, the other guy actually putted for Bert. The guy who was farthest away putted for birdie first. He like rolled it like six feet by. Then the, then I make the par putt. Now the guy's got a birdie putt to be first alternate. He hits a putt that is going in, and you could clearly see it hit the edge of the hole that's like damaged and misses it. Like, honestly, if I'm that guy, I'm pissed because it's like clearly somebody didn't put the flag in right. And this is like not this is what happens when you let other people not in the tournament out in between. I mean, it's just this is what it is. I mean, it's, it's just you can't fix the hole. 
it's not loud. It's like you can't do anything about it. I mean, could he have hit it with more speed? Yeah, but it's like straight downhill. It's like you're going to bash it by. Right, right. I mean, it's just a shitty break. You could click, the putt, if anything, supposed to turn right, because mine did from the other side or whatever. It hits the lip, and you could clearly see it just bank it left. Stupid. And then, isn't this when the guy goes, did you guys all have pars there, the official? Is that when he said that? No. He didn't know. <laughs> he didn't know. Didn't know. I could have been like, no, I birdied him first. <laughs> so anyway, we go to the next hole, par five. This is that easy one. Because we're playing the holes in order still now. <laughs> so the one guy hits it like, we two guys, I hit it down the middle and the other guy, the other guy hits like 50 yards by me though. And I thought I hit it good. So this guy hits it long. The other guy hits it right. Goes to, like, go through trees, hits a tree, goes OB. He just picks up. He's done. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> He's done. I hit it, like, left of the green. This other guy hits it, like, on the front left. I chip it to, like, three feet, maybe two feet. He putts it to, like, three feet. We both make it. I'm lining up my – I was reading my second putt, or my first putt after the chip. And I look at the front right bunker. That's, like, the flag is right over. And, like, I would not have minded being in there. Because you kind of get like an uphill bunker shot then. And I go and I call my sister and I go, check this out. It looks like somebody hit three shots from this bunker and didn't even think about raking it. Oh, good. So those people might also be members at Dearborn. <laughs> All right. I wasn't trying to do like that. But I'm thinking do, to myself. Do, do a membership. I'm yeah. thinking to myself. Do you hate golf courses? Could... Do you think you're better than everybody else? You can be a member here. I'm thinking to myself. I could theoretically... Anybody of us four could still be playing for a spot in the to get the final spot, and I go, "This is what you're playing on." Like if I hit it in there, I'm thinking pretty easy up and down, and I get in there and I'm going to be in a hole or a footprint. I mean, it's just disgusting. It's so bad. Can't you can't do that? You just can't do that. Not a tournament this big. You just can't do that. I agree. I've played much smaller, not as important events. I've never seen anything like this. I mean, it didn't matter, but it kind of did for that guy on the last hole, and it could have mattered here. Is the guy who missed the putt on the last hole the same guy who's now out, or is he the guy you're still playing? No, he's the guy still in. Okay. So So now there's two left for two alternate spots. Yeah, first or second, which... Kind of could be important, I suppose. So I'm in like, the COVID I'm years, in. it could be because we got to hope all these people are, you know, unvaxxed. At, oh wait, <laughs> no, <laughs> unvaxxed, unvaxxed wearing assholes. But they're in Florida, they, so of course they are. The vaccinator only wants to get COVID. Now ask Bill Gates. Well, I will. I'll talk into my arm later. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. Quote: I'm grateful to be vaxxed and boosted and have all the health protocols followed. It's like the same speech every fucking time. Anyway, well, you speak get on the par. Get on the par three, and I pulled it left, and I thought it was just left of the green, but it rolled all the way down this hill. Not a good spot. The other guy's on. I chipped it like twenty feet by, missed it. He two putts pars. He's first alternate. I'm second alternate. I just walk away. I'm not fucking shaking these clowns' hands. So is this? I shake the guy's hand that I competed against. I'm not shaking these other people's hands. You don't get a handshake from me. I think every volunteer, I'm not trying to brag. I think every volunteer, I think the officials who are good, you run a clown show like that, no fucking way am I respect you so, and give but you But wait, you trust. said you knew two of the guys, you didn't know the other one. Did you know the I guy? This is the guy I didn't know before this. Okay. 
We just fucking left. I'm like, I'm not even fucking... Just drive right to the car. Get the fuck out of this place. I'm so fucking done with this shit. This is bullshit right now. I'm pissed. Is anyone else feeling the same way? Were there any other comments from the other guys who you were playing with? We didn't really talk. It was pretty serious. So you missed, but you got to the playoffs. So what I've been wanting to ask you. All right, so here's the question that people are asking. What does second alternate mean? Go fuck yourself. Thanks for playing. No, it means you should have made one more birdie on the front. Okay, but I'm saying what does it mean at this point? Go fuck yourself. I don't think I think it means that normally. Hey, listeners, use promo code B-O-G-E-Y. You can find these guys. You can find their scores. The internet's a powerful thing. Make Evan great again. Yeah, let's dox these fuckers, huh? (laughs) (laughs) Um, One of them had to use the N-word at some point. Let's let's get that out there. No, um, I think... Maybe they'll sign up for live golf and then get banned. I think in a normal year, being the second alternate means you're done. But there is a very good chance that people get COVID. I mean, I hate to say it, but, you know, COVID could be a good thing for you. Yes, it's killed a lot of old ladies. It also could get evident to the U.S. Open 36-hole qualifier. So they gave me some sheet. I go to church every Sunday. I'm going to pray for each one of these guys to get COVID. <laughs> I do not agree with this. And I'm going to see if I can get them added to the uh, prayers of the faithful, where we all say, Lord, hear our prayer. If they can say, can we get these six guys to get uh, COVID so Evan can get into the 36-hole U.S. So open qualifier? I was reading. Lord, hear our prayer. So, do you pray a six-pound, eight-ounce sweet baby Jesus? Yes, sweet baby like, Jesus. That's the Jesus like I like. Jesus. <laughs> so I was reading this sheet. They gave me this fucking sheet of paper about, like, the alternate process. Leave it to the USJ to have it make no fucking sense. So, like, basically, it's like, if someone withdraws who's qualified before all the first rounds of qualifying are complete, then the first alternate is like in. But then if it's like after all the first qualifiers are done, it like goes to like the whole pool and it's like a ranking. The alternate list is a ranking of like how tough your qualifier is with the exception of strength of field. And I'm like, okay, so, like, I'm reading, like, a fine print now. And it's, like, basically what they're saying is if I'm in a qualifier for 80 for 5, which is kind of what I was, a qualifier that's 90 for 5 is, like, better. Unless there's, like, better players, and then it might be, like, the other way. It's just, like, <laughs> I don't get, like, I don't So it's basically it. whatever it's just, we feel like doing? <laughs> it's just, like, oh, fuck. I mean, so someone's nephew is getting ahead of you no matter what happens. Yes. Yeah, pretty much. But what I want to know is... It's like, how do they know strength to feel like... These guys aren't, like, tour players. No, they don't have, like, a... They don't have a scoring (laughs) average or anything. (laughs) Like, what? But what... Why? I thought this was for Florida residents. Well, no, anyone can play in any of the qualifiers. Oh, good. I see fucking Germany, Louisville, Kentucky. Yeah, I could go... Jersey. I could go play in the Michigan one. I could go play anyone. Oh, all right. Because it's a U.S. Open, it's open to anybody who has the legitimate handicap or whatever, or a pro, or loses their uh, fantasy football league. Apparently, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Who shoots one twelve? Thankfully, I didn't have to play with that. Evan, do you think playing in Florida is harder though? Do you think there's better golfers there? 
I mean, I would think so, yeah. But they usually give more spots, though, so it kind of, like, evens out, I think. Okay. So what do you think? And then one, I, one percent chance? It? No, I think it's zero. I think I have no chance. Okay, there's five people that made it. If one person withdraws, I'm shocked. If two, why would you even play if you don't think you could play? Because they this get COVID a, this or the, a, a very violent car accident. This is the U.S. Open. Or okay. herpes. <laughs> okay. There's I'm a plethora of things that could happen. They could get I'm gonna kidnapped. This, I'm going to say this on the record. And, like, I don't care. I can't believe I'm going to say this. But, like, if I'm feeling like I'm sick, like, two days before the 36-hole qualifier, and I think, like, I have COVID symptoms, okay, I'm fucking playing. Oh, yeah, you're going to take give, down the entire field. I don't give up. Yeah, yeah. I will kill every person there with COVID. I don't, I don't care. care. I'm playing. I, the only way I'm not playing is if I'm physically unable to compete. There's the only way I'm not playing in the 36-hole day, if I have a spot. Now, in this situation, if they call me Sunday night before the Monday and they say, hey, we got a spot for you in Reno, Nevada, like I might not play because I'm like, I literally can't get there. And that Oh, I think you'll figure me. out a way to get there. I mean, I'll try my best. I'll try to call the guys with the private jets and everything. But, like, to get across the country in, like, six hours, it's not going to be that easy. My my youngest brother's a pilot. I'll get him to fly you there. <laughs> Is he, like, the pilot in Florida who supposedly landed the plane with, like, no flying experience or whatever? Uh, I hope he has like, some experience. He's in college for it. <laughs> I know he can. He now has his private pilot's license. So, But, yeah, I said it on record. If I have COVID, yeah, I'm flying. They're like coughing a lot today. Yeah, I know, man. <laughs> you you should really withdraw because I think I have COVID. So <laughs> you're really doing yourself a disservice by being here. So let me ask you this, Evan. Now that you are, this is the best you've ever done in this. And I know that it's not what you wanted and that you, I mean, some people are saying that you choked it away. Others are saying. What do you mean? Some people? What are they, like, are they talking about? Like golf channel? Uh, I mean, there's there's a uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of talk out there. Some people are saying that uh, you know. In my opinion, I did not choke it away because I don't. I didn't feel nervous. I didn't feel pressure. I just hit a bad shot, and I think that's different. I don't the think one, hitting the one a bad shot. said it's a big check into your head. <laughs> Some are saying Cleveland has you not focused. Who's saying that? Mostly just me, but um, that's <laughs> just fucking with you. I won last week because of Cleveland. But do you, <laughs> now that you're here and you've been doing your half-assed approach to being great, is there any part of you that wishes that you would have taken it more seriously since no, you made it to where you were? It, it's because I took it too seriously, especially late. That's probably why I fucked up. You really think, like, in, not goofing around. I got you really... so into it, I felt like I was, like, back, like, into learning to, like, what I was. So you wouldn't change anything? Yeah, I would. I would have got there later, and I would have, like, not tried as hard. I probably wouldn't even have played a practice round. I would have just showed up and played and not scouted the whole locations and shit like that. Because I never do that anymore, and it fucking works. Like, when I went and played... 
in Fort Lauderdale, I did a practice round because I'd never seen the course for it. This course I had seen before. They marked the greens at Fort Lauderdale. I just looked at it and was like, oh, okay. Like, I didn't – and by the time the next day came around, I didn't even remember. I didn't care. I played in an hour and a half. I didn't even try. I went over there on Monday. I hit two balls. I played it seriously. I looked at the flags and thought this is where I need to be and all these things. What was the successful one? Easy. No-brainer. Yeah, but – You haven't been trying to win the Fort Lauderdale Open since you were 13. So it's not this. Yeah, it's, in your head, I, it's not the same. It's just not. Okay, you can't not same, say it's the same. One of them point, can change your life for forever. The other one is $4,000. Like I okay, saw, you know, yes, like that. there's a big yes, difference between the two. Yes, I agree. But today is not the day that really changed your life, though. No, but you have to get today to get to the next day. Yeah, but that pressure's not on yet. If it was the 36 whole day, I might think differently. It's not. It's so far away still, and it's like the thirty-six old day is just even tougher than today. But it's it's better players, and it's probably even less spots. But that. But I'm talking about what's in your head, things that you said going into this, like that you feel it's your your biggest, like the biggest miss of your golf career is that you haven't gotten out of this first round. So obviously, yeah, you did right. have some. You were putting some pressure on yourself. Not anymore. It's not as important to me anymore. Okay. I mean, a lot of difference in one week because last week it seemed to be pretty important. What do you mean it seemed to be pretty important? That, like, I think I last did? week is when you said that you got to get out of this first round, that you've never done it before, and that you, you feel like it's the, the biggest miss of your career. It's just shocking to me because I feel like how tough is it to really shoot a few under par? Like I did it like plenty of times. That's why it's so surprising to me. It's just... I can't get it done on this day in this event. It's not that I can't shoot 68 at this golf course because I can. It's just like I can't do it on this day. And I and usually I'm very good when I get close. Like I finish well. But like maybe just in this event it just doesn't work out as well. I don't know. I mean I didn't think about like, oh, I've blown it before. Like I'll like it wasn't like that this year. Like I was hitting it good, playing good coming in. It just didn't matter. Like that, it didn't matter in terms of that. Like I didn't think like, oh, this is bad. So where does this put you as far as like where you're at and what you're thinking going forward? I mean, you are signed up for the Live Golf in England. Yeah, I just found that out too. Because you way. don't pay attention to your text messages, and I, I just feel if well, somebody's asking, apparently, apparently, I'm too in love and distracted by everything else. Well, but I just. I'm worried about you getting catfished now because if you answer all those questions that I was asking you <laughs> and then not even wonder what it's for, that's weird. Why would I need to know like your birthday and your email and your address and all the shit I was asking you? Well, and you're you just giving it to me and not thinking anything number. of it. Well, I asked if you wanted my social security number. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but what did you think I was doing? And then I sent you the I, thing uh, that said you're signed up for Live Golf. And you're like, Wait, Kevin, did you, Kevin, did you think he was sending that to me? Like when I said, you're, we hope to see you soon. Well, I don't know. It just seemed like it wasn't – it didn't say my name. It didn't say, like, player application. So, yeah, I don't know. It, you're it talking about a company that has a website that doesn't even have a drop-down. <laughs> I mean, they're not that sophisticated. Well, that's what I didn't understand, though, is because I'm thinking to myself, like, how is he? how could he sign me up for a tournament and not, like, have any really knowledge? Not, I'm not saying you're dumb. I'm just saying, like, don't they like want to know like my five year playing history? Like, I don't, I didn't get that. 
They actually did not ask any of that. I don't. I don't get that. They at asked all. for your official golf world ranking, which I just used Google for because I assumed that if it says it on Google, no matter if it was five years ago or whatever, when they check it, they're going to see the same shit. So, you know, I did. I think it said like fourteen hundred or thirteen something, and they asked like. Um, so this forum says. So, it's kind of concerning to me that you just sign me up for an event that I don't necessarily think I'm invited to, and it's Saudi Arabia because like. It's They're going to come at me and say, like, how the fuck did you know this shit? How did you get on here? Oh, we might like, we might get murdered. Don't worry. I'm your manager now. So, and I'm going to say, well, that's, a, that's a binding me. contract. 10%. And my manager signed me up, and they're going to say, well, how did he get the shit, the account or whatever? And we won't give out that on the air. Well, I'll say that the password, and I don't remember it completely, but it was like Albatross, but a couple of the S's were dollar signs. It wasn't like a super <laughs> difficult password to come up uh, with. <laughs> this is the league that they play for like $50 million. Yeah, yeah well, they, that's why they had the dollar signs in there. But yeah, it was probably like 30 questions. Um, one, of, one of them was like, how do you feel about women? The other one was like, yeah, we hate them. how do you feel about journalists? Anything that we need to know about you, I wrote Long Live the King. So, uh, so when they said, when they said, what do you think about journalists? Did you just write in quotes? See alexjones.com. No, I wrote, no, I, I think they should all be in duffel bags. Louis <laughs> Vuitton, by the way. Yeah. Well, you got to keep it classy. In the, in the escalator and elevator that flies with the king. Yeah, I, I must have an elevator at all time. I did put that as one of your requests. Mr. Evan Bowser only plays in tournaments that have elevators. He must have his own elevator. See, sometimes it's a blessing when you miss a tournament like I did today because, like, now I'm going to be like, all systems go for this tournament. Well, let's talk about Live Golf because we have we have, so have we heard back? Because I've not gotten an email. No, we have not heard anything back. But Apparently I do. They're trying to get like amateurs in now. I think so. When this came out, I was not bullshitting that I feel like this is really moving us up the list. So, like, legitimately speaking, serious serious statement here. Do I actually have a chance to play? Okay, so think of it this well, way, right? Wait, 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 and if there is a chance, what's the percent? Evan, answer me this question first. Is Jay is Jay the king of the corn fairy as well? Yeah, that's why and I think all the and all the developmental tours. That's why I think you actually have a chance. So, so Jay just dropped the iron fist on five hundred guys. Oh, at least. And the amateurs that are supposedly like trying to be on tour one day, right? The young, if you're 22 or 21, like you six years ago, would probably not do it because your goal is to get on the tour, right? So you're not going to want to burn that bridge right out of the gate because there's still a shot. You at 27, like fuck it. If I don't get on the tour, whatever. If I can go make money, I'm going to go make money. So you're saying like I'm one of the better players in the country who's like not on like and there's no status on any of these tours and really not a big future on the PJ tour. Yes. So that's my shot. Unless we go to like unless they go to more international field. But they I mean, if you they're in, gonna want to have last place is a guaranteed 120k. Because <laughs> I thought <laughs> of that too, Evan. They don't like want to have a totally international field though because they have to have events here. They need Americans because when the events are here. They want to have a story like, you know, you got to have something. I think you have, you know, I wouldn't say it's like a 10% chance, but I think there's a chance. Do I have a better? I think I have a better chance of getting in this than I do the 36 hole qualifier. Yes, I would. I think so, too. 
Vegas has you plus eight thousand for this, plus seventy four thousand to get on the US Open qualifier. Um. It'll be interesting. Is, I check my email every day, waiting to see if something comes back, even a confirmation or something. Do you check the spam folder? I actually did not. I will. I just assumed Live Golf wouldn't go to spam. No, maybe the king writes letters. Maybe it'll come on a comes scroll. in a thing. <laughs> get it, well, you know, Greg does. A lot of journalists. You probably will get something in the mail. That's why they need. Why else would they need your fucking address? You gave them my address. Dude, what are you doing? I'm gonna be like dead here soon. And I don't remember giving you my address. Any, if any Ferraris or Gucci bags appear in front of your house, do not open or start them. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I don't you think you gave him my address. I don't remember you asking for my actual address. Oh, I, I wonder what address that. I gave you. Did I give you the Florida one or the Michigan? No, one? it was Florida. Oh fuck. <laughs> Meanwhile, your dad just in his garage, <laughs> hanging out. We'll find him next week. Uh, All because of Larry. So do you he think, already, for real, what? how many guys are going to still do it? I, I personally feel like, and I was having this discussion at the club, uh, I feel like Phil has already them? cashed his check. You're talking about they they're going to disobey the tour. Yeah, I'm talking about, so yeah. if, for those who don't know, which I'm sure I think everybody knows by now. But just say it. Jay came out and said they have denied every request. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. To play in the live golf. Which, and this was a shocking move, I feel like. It was a, it was a big move. Because I, most people thought they were going to ban you from the pumpkin ridge one because they can't like do it in u.s right like europe they usually allow it right so it, it was but they're starting it out early this was consider i mean i think when the people started filling out their uh waivers i mean sergio obviously thought he was done <laughs> because he pretty much you know he said I'm, I'm i can't wait to be done with this fucking tour or whatever the hell he said well he can't go back now he's done yeah, I, yeah, probably. Not. I mean, he. It's, no, it's over. He's he's gone. I think he's gone too. I just don't care. Right? And why does he care? Like, but he, he can go back do? if he wants. Right? He's not suspended. Well, you're not technically suspended. I think until you actually play. But don't you think Phil got somewhere between forty and a hundred million dollars from Live Golf? Yeah. Don't you think now that we know that Phil has lost forty million dollars in gambling, don't you think that check has already been cashed, and he may or may not have it to give back? Like I think Phil is already pot committed to this shit. He's not going to give the money back. First off, allegedly he lost forty million dollars. Right. I I'm with Pat. Me and Pat have had a big discussion about this. We think he gambled forty million dollars. Like some of it could have been winnings. Yeah, but if you have a billion dollars in your career. I understand forty million sounds like a lot to us, but like when you look at a percentage, isn't it like he's not really gambling that much then? Yeah, but also if you look at my DraftKings, I lost you know, I've lost a lot. 
but I turned 50 into like 1300 and then I lost like 700 of that. So that's not, I didn't really lose that $700, but it looks like I lost that $700, but I made it first. Yeah. So it's not, gambling losses are not always apples to apples my, type things. Mine says I bet 37 grand. Yeah. And I think total I put like $3,000. Yeah. So it's just, I mean, there's a, there's just a lot of things that can come up, you know, where you're not. What's that author's name? Shipnick? I don't know, but I really hate this guy. And I really hate this Fireside Collecting or whatever. Because he keeps, is he going to put the entire book out in excerpts on that fucking website? Like oh, every day he just sure. puts out a couple chapters on it. So guess, sure. what the, guess when that book is being released? When? During the, the PGA. What could possibly still be in it? What is left in this book that he has not put out on that website already? I don't get the book. I didn't get the book. The excerpts, have, excerpt, how do you say that word? Say it for me. Ex- excerpts. 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 Yeah. yeah. That have come out so far. I thought that all that stuff was like common knowledge. Like they're got like this groundbreaking stuff that he did insider trading. I'm pretty sure I could just Google it and like find that information in five seconds. Because he got in trouble for it? <laughs> yeah. Because like the feds <laughs> talked to him. Yeah, I didn't know that the Bones thing, if that's true, where Bones was mad that he, like, owed him money. I uh, thought he owed him a flag. I thought they said that he was, like, a couple hundred thousand dollars behind in paying Bones. Well, if they said that, that's different. But I thought they were mad. I but I just heard some interview, and he's like, yeah, he never gave me the flag from the win. Like, I feel like that's not a thing. Like, does Stevie Williams have flags in his garage? No, but Tigers Stevie wins? Williams was strictly an employee. Bones thought they were friends. <laughs> Stevie Stevie never got to eat at the big boys table. Like there was there was no communicating after it. The best thing about Tiger and Stevie's relationship is at Stevie's wedding, Tiger was his best man. At Tiger's wedding it was like, yeah, go sit in the crowd. Dude. Stevie wasn't even invited. <laughs> he was parking cars. <laughs> um Yeah, so I think Phil's already spent the money. So I think he's in live golf no matter what. I think that the Saudis have a lot of money, and Greg Norman had Greg, that second great letter. Greg dropped another three bill yesterday, right? Yeah, where he said about uh, three three bill ready for next year already. So I think the biggest question is this, though. What does the USGA do at the U.S. Open? What do they do? I think that's the biggest question. The USGA cannot. If somebody before meets you the standards anything, of getting say, in. No, no. Before you say anything, the USGA can and do whatever they want as long as it serves their own interest, not the game of golf, not anything else. As long, they're about themselves. Let's not. And I hate to rip on them because I'm supposed to be along with them, but that's what they're all about. They're all about themselves. Period. Every tournament they run, I'm a they USGA are the story champion, line. man. Yeah, I know. I'm yeah. Gonna, yeah, but now you're the ninth alternate. One comment. <laughs> but don't you think, when you look at the structure of what it takes to get in the U.S. Open, if a guy meets that standard, how are they going to keep him out? Because he signed up to play with Live Golf. It's not a PGA Tour event. It's not. I agree, but I agree, but they can do whatever they want. There's probably some kind of morality clause that they can pull. They can do anything. What are you going to say? Say, what are you going to sue him? You're going to just sue everybody? I mean, what is this, Donald Trump? But yes, that's what, but that's what's going to happen on Live Golf. But the lawyers, the Live Golf said they pay the lawyers. But this, which was big, what's wrong? 
right now. I thought that was a big deal, though, because I thought in general, like, PJ Tour has $300 million. Like, even the big golfer names, like, they don't have that much money. So it's like, how are you really going to, like, sue for a long time? But now if they're saying the billionaires are going to back you with their lawyers, now you got something. I don't think that the PGA Tour wants to go to a uh, a money war with the king. I don't. No, they don't. I don't think that to. they can win that. That they, for as much money as the PGA Tour has, that's uh, like you think the, the, the king has that money. That, that the king has three hundred million dollars in cash in his home right now. Like in one of the castles, there's three hundred million dollars in gold. So, so do you think the charities are going to be the ones that suffer on the tour? Because well, the tour does a lot of good. The tour does a lot of good. The first tee is really getting people internet or something. If there's a hole in one, and then an eagle, and then an albatross, there will be, uh, you know, they'll give somebody an internet, not a computer, but they'll have access to the internet. Uh, You know, not the fastest speed, Evan. You know, you don't need the. Three megahertz or whatever the fuck it is, you get the, the slow speed, and we're going to slow it down point, in prime time even more. Point five megahertz. You don't need you don't need to be uh, streaming things, but you can read the newspaper without the subscription. <laughs> oh um, but don't you guys think? And this is an argument I got in yesterday too. Jay is making live golf bigger by doing this. Yes. So you think he could have just backed down and then just said, go play, it'll suck, and you'll come right back to us. It would have flamed out like every other alternate league does. Yeah. You just don't see, like, take Vince McMahon, I'll give you a wrestling analogy. He never, ever would talk about whoever the number two company was in wrestling, ever. Because he thought that, like, him him being number one, if he talks about number two, there are people out there who don't know who number two is, and now they know who it is because he just said it, and people watch him. So that's like a rule for him. They never talk about the other companies. It's worked for him. He's created like basically a monopoly. There's a you know AEW now, but they're not even close. Well, we to see secondary things come up, but then you they just, die off. You just act like it's not there, and do behind the scenes things like you know make deals with golf courses so they don't have their shit there, or you make you shuffle them out on TV so they can only get streaming rights. You, like, use your power that way, but you don't ever talk about that there is a thing. ESPN was not covering live golf shit. Like, you could read it on golf.com. You could read it on the weird shit that we go on, but it wasn't in, like, the mainstream. And then once Jay Monahan tells all these guys they can't play, now it's the front. It was in the front of ESPN. It was on the main screen to clip. Like, that's... It wasn't even real until then. Like, if you say nothing, it's nothing. But now he's done interviews about it with uh, Michigan's own Mike Tirico. Why and, do you always say that? <laughs> and he's he's, he's really like he's he's made it a thing. And now he can't be like he's got to take this fight. To the very end, because he's so dug in that if he doesn't take it all the way, he needs the court to tell him that he has to let them. Because so, if he, anything now will be a sign of weakness. Okay, so how embarrassing is it going to be? We go through all the court, and the court's going to say, "Well, you're allowed to play." 
That's so embarrassing to me. As a layman. They, who, they have to, right? Like, there's no way they can't. As a layman who does not understand law, how can an independent contractor not be allowed to do something else? Well, the thing that I didn't understand was people online were saying, like, like soccer leagues, like, if you're in this league, you can't play another league. But it's like, you're, like, paid by that organization, like, every week. Like, that's different. To me. Right. These guys are not paid like that. Like, you don't get paid just to show up to the PGA Tour. No. You have to play good and get the money. So, all right, so let's look to the future a little bit. U.S. Open. Let's say the Live Golf is kind of successful. People are playing, some players, and they're suspended from the tour. There's a tour saying, you cannot play. Does the U.S. Open let them play? I say they do. Because then the USGA becomes the storyline, and they like that. It would be a big deal if they let them play. Because if they don't let them play, the PGA Tour is more the storyline. So I'm saying they're going to do that for themselves. I think this year you have to let them play because you don't want to be the one to set the precedent. Right. Well, that's why I texted you guys and said Augusta National and the Masters is once again in the perfect spot. By luck or whatever it is. They get to see what everybody else does first. Not by luck. They're in the driver's seat by people. Even the king fears fears Augusta. No way. Yeah, no okay. Way. They didn't make how many announcements did they make uh Masters Week? None. Right, they there. they were <laughs> they didn't have the website up. They took everything down for Masters Week. The, king, the King's still waiting up the waiting list. That's right. He wants to be a member of Augusta. It's the only place he can't go with his elevator. What the fuck is that noise? My pager. <laughs> so he needs drugs. So because we're thinking then. By the time next year comes around, everyone's going to know what this tour is, who's playing, if it even exists anymore, what the other majors have done, what the tour's going to do. And, like, Augusta will just be like, yeah, we're just doing what everybody else is doing. It's like, all good. Like, it's fine. Like, I can just see it going that way. Yeah. Monaghan's making a big fucking deal out of eight tournaments. Eight golf tournaments. And he's 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 dug in with this shit. It's it's just it's a piss in the ocean to them. I don't understand why he's so dug in over eight golf tournaments. Well, his his digging in is very Trumpian, and most of the time that didn't work out very well. It never works out well. The dug in person is always wrong. The only thing he has going for him is the fact that, to quote Phil, they're a murderous bunch of fuckers. Okay, we've already went over this. He, they play in China. They play everywhere. Right. That's different. I mean, do not do not call out hypocrites. Don't you fucking dare. So no, Chambly's all year? fired up on Twitter and shit. What do you think the year? Yeah, at, at, ask Brando about the three-year-old kid with two fingers who made his fucking suit. <laughs> he doesn't care about that kid. He only cares about hypothetical people. So what do you think the European tour is going to do? Do you think they're just going to do the same thing? Or did they even say... Or are their rules just entirely different? They they have not I mean, said. I it's a double penetration tour, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, in general, like what I've heard is the PGA Tour and the European tour, DP World Tour are kind of going to do Six the same part. thing. But it sounds like Lee Westwood is like leaving, too. And he's more on that tour than PGA. Well, Sergio and, is gone. Lee Westwood's gone. Okay, here you go. Sergio doesn't... 
Sergio plays PGA Tour pretty much only, though, at this point. Right, but... DP, DP World Tour rejects releases of the request to play. Okay, so they're going along with the same thing. So they're, but they they're probably get agree. money from... They get money from the PGA Tour. Yeah, they have a partnership. No, I, I was just asking. Evan, the good part is, that's another 150 dudes that are out of your way. See, I'm telling you, Evan, I, I think that... I do think that this helps you. Send the fact that there's... Like, just start tagging, hashtag king. I mean, you're base, it's basically like when uh, the NFL had replacement players. This is going to be your shot Evan, at glory. Evan's going to be, he hate me, and we're saying, yeah, you're going to win driver. a couple million bucks because you go to Europe and play in a live golf event, and you have to behead a couple women. But it's cool because, you know, everybody's doing it. And, and they Evan shouldn't have been reading. There. I mean, in, in Evan, defense of you, I don't know why they ever got that book. They knew the punishment. What? I don't know. They're showing Adrian Payne on TV. It makes me very sad. Evan, Evan didn't pick up on that one. Evan, that Larry's referencing the poor Saudi women who were caught with a book and then were beheaded. Yeah. Oh, I, I didn't know about that story, I guess. I, I, well, that story's not out there, Evan. I'm just assuming that's what happens if a woman reads in Saudi Arabia. <laughs> <laughs> knowledge Honestly, is power everywhere except for women in saudi arabia money's money okay like i'll just take it whatever but what does live golf need they need a white blonde haired man to be on the cover of everything that's what they with need Evan. with Brett they have greg norman already with a hammercock that's true but he's not blonde anymore yeah Evan. Evan, go go borrow someone's dog and walk it on the beach and a fucking thong with your hammercock hanging out and greg norman will send you a letter directly just like the tiger letter that he never responded to. Evan, surely you jest. Please join me in London with your fake vaccine card to play on the Live Golf Tour. They never asked if you were vaccinated either. <laughs> so I better keep practicing then. I was thought I was going to give up for a few months here, but I'll keep practicing no. and get ready to golf. Let's just say, and this would be funny in a way, You've played your whole life to try to make the PGA Tour. You've kicked and scratched, and then next thing you know, here comes Greg Norman. It's like, if you finish last, here's 120 fucking grand. Yeah, but I'm not going to finish last, man. I'm going to go for, like, top five. That's and right. then blow it at the end and finish seventh for $3 million. I mean, I mean if, you, if you T5, you win, like, more than the more than you win playing the Masters. <laughs> And I, I don't think give up on golf. I, I don't want to hear you saying shit like that, even if it's a joke. He said he's going to take a break. He's been on a break. His whole life is a fucking break. <laughs> I was just joking about that. I was just using it to joke about the Saudi thing. Oh, all right. Because I feel like you're still really close. I want to see you do some Monday qualifiers. Okay, well, this article, as of yesterday, Live Golf received 170 applicants to the first tournament. You're one of those 170. With 36 ranked among the top 150 in the world, several amateurs will also attempt to be part of the 48 player field. But that's so, when, when was that article written, though? Yesterday. Yeah, but is that before or after the ban? The low story from earlier Tuesday has been updated after the news. So, so, so I think that means ban, that. Yeah, but just because they applied to play, they might not play. They're, well, now. But, but, 
we know that now you're plus six hundred. We know that all the people in the top one hundred cannot play. Well, we can't. Don't say that though. They can play. They would just play the tour and then be suspended or whatever. Yeah, we know they're not going to play, <laughs> except for Phil. Okay. Phil will be there. Okay, but how are you? How are you suspended from the tour as an independent contractor? Though I don't get that. So for regular events. As an independent contractor, I can choose not to have you come back and work at my property. Right. So for independent like, events, I you're can see suspended. Then I don't get how you're suspended. That doesn't make sense to me. No, you like, just say you're not. Wel- you're an independent contractor. You're not welcome here anymore. Okay, but that's like, what are you gonna say? I'm suspending you from my property. No, I just don't want you here anymore. Yeah, yeah you just can't be here. Well, then they're expelling them. I guess. But they yeah. can only do that for the PGA Tour events. They can't do it for any of the majors, which is all well, the guys want to play the, in anyway. If they could get the majors on board, though, it's different then. Yeah. I think I think this year it's kind of ragtag. Evan might win an event or two. And then next year, once some of the big names see you're not kicked out of the majors, then more of them go. I agree. People are going to play for money like that. I mean, it's just against less guys. I mean, it's just, come on. It's a no-brainer. Every human being on this earth works for money. Yeah. That's what we all do. And, like, everyone would get more if they could. No, this is where Evan's the opposite of the millennials. They don't work for money. They work for a feeling of belonging to something and making the world a better place while they live with their parents' basement. Why does everybody always say they live in a basement? Like, why don't they live in the bedroom? Because they're so whiny, you have to put them on a separate floor because they're always you bitching have about to put shit. Them in the basement. Yeah, you have to put, yeah. Like, because they'd be bitching about, like, oh, you didn't buy organic this or you didn't, about their personal so, space and their beliefs. What do they do in Florida? Oh, milk, there's no, there's no basement in Florida. What do they do here? There's no millennials in Florida either. <laughs> the average <laughs> age is, what, 78 in Florida? <laughs> They live in the shed. The, the shed behind the trailer. With all the guns. Yeah. Get back there with that there John Deere and that shotgun. Uh, Florida hillbillies. What's wrong with those guys? Nothing. If hey, if any war broke out, I'd be going to that. Would you? I'd be going to the basement. <laughs> I don't have a basement. <laughs> I go to those guys. Yeah, I'm... Uh... It's just Infowars, Alex Jones, like all day long. Evan's more of a lover than a around, fighter. Evan's riding around on a swamp boat with a Trump 2028 flag on the back of it. Hunting alligators. <laughs> and those uh, those pythons that are out in like the Everglades or whatever. Hey, what's gas in Florida right now? I don't, I don't look at the prices, man. Oh, yeah, you got the big check. I'm just grateful if I make it to a gas station. <laughs> yeah, ask him what gas containers are running in Florida nowadays. I just went up again. It's like fucking four dollars and thirty something cents a gallon. I mean, just think about it. If you would have ran out of gas during this, not then, you would have wasted like hundred and fifty dollars. <laughs> I did that. Instead you wasted eight. <laughs> All right, I think that's the show for today. Evan, I'm still proud of you for your top five. I'm proud Thank of you, you too, Evan. And I think that you got to look at it like 
and I know you never. It's easy for like me to crack jokes at you because you you know didn't make it today, but like you did something that is difficult, and the success rate is very low, and you did it anyway. And I just think that you should never be like angry that you didn't make it because you try and you give your best. And I just think that's a good thing. It's, it's never bad to, to fail. It's never bad. Well, yeah. What, what is this? A joke? No, I'm being serious. It's never bad to try something and fail. So, well, yeah, I could have just stayed home and not played today. And that like, would, obviously- that would be bad. But some pe- people think that, that like failure sucks and you get all like sad and shit, but like it doesn't suck to fail. It sucks to not try. So you should be proud of yourself for trying. It's hard. Oh, I'm so proud! I'm so proud of myself right now. Are you giving the homily on Sunday? Yeah. What is going on? I'm right just now? saying that you should you should feel proud that you accomplished something, even though you, you know you're a second alternate. That's still the best you've ever done. So you should take something from that. It's it's yeah. late. My ADD medicines. I don't know. I'm just I'm feeling emotional. I just love like, I don't oh, want you to quit just, golfing or feel weird. sad. I don't or, know. This is like or, a weird weird suck on the fucking the tailpipe tonight because you got nothing to live for because you choked away the. U.S. Open qualifier. You know, I'm just trying to be trying to be positive. It didn't go over. I was waiting, I was waiting for the punchline. I thought there was a dick or fart joke or something coming. So, oh, no punchline, man. I just honestly, think that... I'm very grateful for what I have right now, so I'm I'm all good. Good. I'm, I'm good. That makes me happy. That's the right attitude, buddy. Yeah. Remember uh, how bad it was like four months ago? <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what I was so, worried about, that you were going to get lower than that today. No, no, I, I, I never go back there anymore. I'm too happy now. <laughs> it's amazing what happens uh, when that, you get rid of that dry dick, you know? <laughs> the world's just a brighter place. I choked away the U.S. Open, but I used to have a dry dick, and I don't have that anymore. So. Life is great. <laughs> <laughs> wow all right all right everybody. but what i said earlier i meant all right everybody thanks for listening we appreciate it like us on uh or follow us on instagram at bogey golf pod <laughs> follow us on twitter at bogey golf pod like us on facebook the bogey golf podcast monkey knife fight use that promo code bogey all caps i'm at your first deposit up to 50 dollars. pins and aces go there get your gear for the summertime look good you might not be able to golf like Evan, but you can look like me. What's that, Pat? Custom dry dick shirts coming next week. Yeah. We need some promo code bogey shirts. Um, so when you get there, use that promo code bogey, all caps. When you check out, you will save 10%. We will make a little bit of money, and we will give that money to Evan so he can keep playing and stuff. So everybody wins. Uh, give us that five-star review wherever it is you get your podcasts. And anything else, boys? Thank you both. Appreciate your support. All right. Thanks for listening. Have a great day. You peeing? Yep. Good day. Have a wonderful day. (laughs) TTFN. Hot off for now. Bye bye. I'm sorry, what? What part didn't you understand? The buh or the bye? Bye bye. Okay, lady. I love you. Bye bye. Live long and prosper. Toodaloo. Au revoir. Auf Wiedersehen.
Ciao. Ding dong day. Bye bye. This concludes our broadcast day. Bye, boy. You will not make this putt, jackass. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.